0: Well, hey, I'm Todd, and I want to welcome you to another reading of the Bible. Have you ever asked the question, why do bad things happen to good people? Well, that's an idea that comes from Eastern religion called karma, and that is not a Christian principle. We know that our actions are not necessarily tied to our happiness. We know that the things that we experience are not necessarily tied to what we receive in this life. We may do everything right and still experience pain and sorrow. And I think that's what we're going to illustrate today. Because reminder, Paul and his whole missionary crew, they've traveled over to Macedonia and they have preached the gospel. And many people believe one of which we know to be Lydia. Lydia has welcomed them into our house after being baptized with her whole family. And she has set a table for this missionary journey to continue. So we're going to hear how it continues in that particular place. Acts chapter 16, verse 16. One day, as we were going down to the place of prayer, we met a slave girl who had, the, who had a spirit that enabled her to tell the future. Okay, so remember the place of prayer is beside a riverbank. So picture a riverbank on a Mediterranean coastline. It's beautiful. And everything is serene and you're going to pray, but there's this girl and she's been possessed by a demon, and she's able to tell the future. We also know that she's a slave girl, which means somebody owns her. And so if you ever wondered if slavery is a new thing, it is not a new thing. As long as humans have existed, evil has existed, and therefore slavery has existed. Slavery is always wrong, and God never condones that we should have slaves. So this is wrong. We know it's wrong. Paul knows it's wrong. It says this, she earned a lot of money for her masters by telling fortunes. So her masters could have used her gift for good. They could have helped people. They could have foretold things. They could have uh, used that in a good way. They could have found ways to free her, but they didn't want that. They wanted the fortune and the money. She followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, these men are servants of the most high and they've come to tell you how to be saved. So in this beautiful, serene place, you have this girl shouting, everywhere they go. Now she's shouting the truth and it's kind of like free advertising. I mean, everybody knows her and they know she tells the truth. So when Paul and the crew come into town, they're all just like, well, yeah, obviously the girl's telling everybody that we are from God and that we're here to help you. It says this it went on in verse 18 this went on day after day until paul got so exacerbated that means annoyed that he turned and said to the demon within her i command you to come out of her in the name of jesus christ come out of her and instantly it left her so we should have this miraculous moment this girl was healed She's no longer possessed by a demon. Everyone should be amazed. And in turn, after they're amazed, they should be open to hearing the gospel. That's what happens all throughout the book of Acts. But that's not what happens here. This is what happens in verse 19. Her master's hopes of wealth were now shattered, so they grabbed Paul and Silas and dragged them before the authorities of the marketplace. They could have reached out to Paul and Silas and realized they had unimaginable power at their disposal and wanted to know more about Jesus, but no, they wanted to grow their own wealth this is going to turn bad real fast. Verse 20. The whole city is in uproar because of these Jews, they shouted to the city officials. Side note, they only pulled Paul and Silas, and their first accusation was about them being Jews. So the reality is Paul and Silas look like Jews. Timothy and Luke, not so much. They're not full-blooded Jews. And so they only grabbed these two. They only accused them. And there's some real racism going on here. The Romans are racist against the Jews. So that's why they accused them. It says, They are teaching customs that are illegal for us Romans to practice. A mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas, and the city officials ordered them stripped and beaten with wooden rods. They were severely beaten, and then they were thrown into prison. The jailer was ordered to make sure they didn't escape. So the jailer put them into the inner dungeon and clamped their feet with stocks." Paul and Silas have done a good thing by freeing this slave girl from the demon, and as a result they've been stripped, beaten, and thrown into a maximum security prison with their feet in stocks, which Coincidentally is not just feet through holes, it's stretching your legs in an awkward position. So this is like brutally painful as well. They've been humiliated and they've not had the chance to share the gospel. If you've ever done something good only to be repaid with bad, that's what Paul and Silas are experiencing. And just because we're Christians doesn't mean that our lives are going to be good. Just because we try to preach the gospel doesn't mean we're always going to have a favorable result. And so I want to pray for us to have courage to be able to share even when things don't go our way. God, you are such a good God. You are a loving God. And yet we are in a broken world that is full of evil and hate. And God, I pray that we would have the courage to be like you, to share the message, to chase after people, and to help them find what you have so freely given to us, even if it ends in bad things, even if it ends in evil acts against us. God, we love you. We know that in eternity, all these things will be made right. And we pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.